Hello and welcome to Adam Analyzes. My name is Adam and I'll be your host. Alright, so this is a new week and a new episode. Let's take a trip all the way back to the year 2000. No, this episode isn't about the Y2K bug or anything else that happened in the year 2000. Uh, If you really want to know what did happen in the year 2000, you can catch some clips of Conan O'Brien's late night show with his in the year 2000 segment, which I actually still find funny. But no, we're going back to the year 2000 before Lionsgate was actually Lionsgate. At one point in time, it was Artisan Entertainment, and they had one hit on their hands, and that was The Blair Witch Project. They did do a few other films that they tried to, I guess, have a similar hit, but it didn't happen. One of these films that was pretty much a box office flop, it was ignored, and it seems to be relatively forgotten about today. This is the Kevin Bacon starring Stir of Echoes. Written and directed by David Coop, who, or Kep, however you say his last name. He also did other adaptations, such as Jurassic Park and a whole bunch of other things. He's a famous Hollywood screenwriter. Also, he wrote one of the most hated sequels of all time, and that would be Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I still enjoy that film, so if you hate it, then, well... Don't use that as a judgment on this movie, because this one's actually a good one. And, well, you know how I said adaptation. This is actually an adaptation of the 1958 novel by Richard Matheson. A favorite author of mine, however, I have not read this particular story. But he does write some really good books. One of those, well, I guess novellas would be I Am Legend. If you have not read that, I definitely recommend checking that one out. Far superior to any of the adaptations that were provided to us in the three different iterations. So how does this one actually compare to the book? I have no clue. I would imagine the book is a good one, as I really think the movie here tells a good story. The basic plot of this one is blue-collar Chicago line worker Tom Witzke, more or less has big dreams of being a rock star someday. However, he's tied down with his wife and his son, and his wife is newly pregnant. He gets hypnotized by his wife's sister, and in the process of being hypnotized, he actually gets his mind opened up, where he would become more sensitive to the world around him. And by sensitive to the world around him, It means that he basically is going to start seeing spirits or have spiritual activity, paranormal activity, whatever you want to call it. He would basically now have that, and he does. It is established fairly early on that his son has psychic abilities, so it's only natural that either the father or the mother would probably have some sort of ability like that. They just don't know it. But anyway, Tom starts having visions of his own as the spirit in his house starts reaching out to him. And that's probably all I'm going to share as far as the actual plot. I don't want to give too much away. There are twists and turns. I mean, you'll probably go and pick up on what's going to happen by the end of it. For me, this one wasn't really so much about the twist or big reveal at the end. More the ride to get to that point. And I think it's actually a good ride to take. I think visually this movie is pretty nice looking for a relatively medium to low budget affair. 
The direction is solid and specifically when Tom gets hypnotized, I really like how that's done. And then I also like the groundwork that's laid throughout the entire film as well. There's little hints and clues throughout the entire thing and it kind of all comes together at the very end. And I think it's very well done as far as the way it's paced and the way that we get these little tidbits of information throughout keeps you thinking and everything and then it's like oh okay well that's why this or that was done earlier in the film one of the things that is featured is the rolling stones classic paint it black and i really like the fact that tom is playing it on his guitar and he can't figure out the proper chord or the proper song that this would actually go into and no, it's not actually featuring the Rolling Stones original. It features a jazzed up punk rock style version. However, it's just really well done with the way they actually go and include all of these things and then just have it together by the end of the movie. I know some people out there may have issues with David Coop or Kep. I, again, I don't know how you say his name. For this to be actually his second feature film, it's actually impressive with what he pulls off. I only dislike, I guess, some of the stylistic choices. I don't like the way the actual spirit or ghost is handled. It's that 90s, early 2000s, this is what it's done to make it scary. And that's where they look like they have Parkinson's or something, or they're all shaky and I guess uh, their movements are off to make it extra scary. And that's another thing. This movie is definitely a horror film, but it has a little bit more going for it. You actually feel a little bit for Tom and his descent into madness as he's losing more and more touch almost with reality and with his wife and his son because he's so driven on trying to figure out why he's having these visions and whatnot. But one thing I did forget to mention as far as the Rolling Stones with the Painted Black uh, song. I do like the fact that I've been there and I know that we probably have all been there when you hear words or lyrics to a song or bits and pieces you'll hear it in your head and then you can't figure out what it actually is and it kind of drives you crazy. It's pretty cool with the way that they did it. So remember earlier when I said about this being a box office flop? This had the unfortunate nature of being released almost around the same time as The Sixth Sense. Yes, I know The Sixth Sense came out in 99. And the big problem with this one is that I'm not sure it was released in a lot of theaters across the country because it came from Artisan Entertainment. It took them a while to actually roll out the Blair Witch Project, and with them being a relatively small studio, again, this is before they were Lionsgate, I think that, combined with the bad marketing, it didn't really have a great trailer, and it didn't really have great commercials on TV for the movie. It didn't really represent what they were trying to do with the actual film. Instead, it went and it kind of preyed on everybody's, I guess, Sixth Sense obsession at that time because that was like the biggest movie of like 99 next to like The Phantom Menace. It was one of those that a lot of people talked about. And I think Artisan really wanted to use this as a way to be their version of The Sixth Sense. And the movies couldn't be any more different as far as the way they, they play out, the style. I, it does have the twist ending and 
I know a lot of people would probably say, oh, well, the twist might be similar. Well, it's not really. This one just had the unfortunate luck of being released around the same time. I'm not even sure. This movie could have been slightly shelved. Maybe they were going to push it to direct-to-video at some point. Because if you catch it in the movie, some of the dialogue, they say about they're almost in the 2000th year of their, of their lord, I believe. So it's obvious that the movie was made back in 98 or 99. So that's another thing that it did not have in its favor is because the movie was released in 2000, so it was already dated by the time it actually came out. It was supposed to be modern day. It wasn't supposed to be a period piece of a year or two ago. So I, like a lot of other people, caught this one on TV. And I was pleasantly surprised by it, and I've seen it many times since its original release. And it still holds up to this day. But somewhere along the line, it must have did pretty well for Artisan Entertainment. I don't know if it was just through home video release and uh, maybe like people picking it up at Blockbuster or somewhere at the time. Because they were planning a sequel at one point, and that would have actually involved the son character here in the film. And, well... We didn't get that movie. Instead, we got one featuring Rob Lowe about a guy with PTSD, and it was called Stir of Echoes Homecoming, and sadly, it had nothing to do with this one. It was also direct to the Sci-Fi channel, so that ought to tell you as far as its quality, because at that time, the Sci-Fi channel did not really have very good films. I know they kind of upped it a little bit and they're making some better ones now however this one yeah it wasn't very good from what i heard bits and pieces i saw weren't enough to actually make me want to watch the whole thing so if you want to check out the sequel just know it exists i myself am not going to and well i just recommend watching the first one with that being said, I think I'm going to close out this episode. As a reminder, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Adam underscore analyzes. Check me out at adamanalyzes.com. There you can catch up on some past episodes as well as the current one. And if you don't do the whole social media thing, if you want, you can drop me an email at adamanalyzespodcast at gmail.com. And as you may know, this is part of the WTF block, which is Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Our main podcast is In Our Honest Opinion, the podcast I do with Will and Marvin. And that one comes out on Thursdays. Marvin and Buddy Talks comes out on Wednesdays. And of course, mine comes out on Fridays. So if you're asking yourself WTF, well, there's your answer. And the final thing, if you would leave a five-star rating for me on the podcast listening platform of your choice or the one that you use, I would greatly appreciate it. It would allow me to continue making these and hopefully reach more listeners. But either way, you should know this by now. I simply love those digital hugs. But with that being said, be safe out there. I know states are starting to open up now, so... Make sure you're taking the proper precautions and good night.